Introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. guys so I am sitting in my car I just did a live video on Facebook because that's what the kids want these days uh, and so if this sounds a little funny it's because I uh, it is a little funny it's again in my truck right now I'm sitting outside the Jewish Community Center the Evelyn Rubenstein Jewish Community Center slowly re applying myself re uh, ingesting myself that sounds disgusting into the professional world of theater this week doing choreographers times six really there are seven pieces but six new choreographers the houston ballet doesn't count as a new choreographer um actually i take that back they're not new choreographers they're new pieces from choreographers whatever i didn't read the script so I am uh, working this week, which is great. I'm still in the classroom. I posted on Facebook last week that I was leaving the classroom. And man, uh, I think I talked about this last week, but it blew up. I'm still getting people thinking that I was uh, telling them that I resigned and it was effective Monday. It, it is not. I'm finishing the school year. So just to clarify that, I would not leave in the middle because I do want to come back to education and if you do that in the state of Texas, you have to, uh, you know, have a good record and not leave in the middle of a semester. So anyway, I did not. I'm still in the classroom directing one-act play, and I put directing in quotes. I think I did that last week, too. But I do have some great uh, people around me, some great student directors that put in a lot of time and effort. And I'm very pleased with where we are. As I tell my students, because I was not raised in the world of one-act play, that this year we are zone or bust. Zone or bust, baby. I believe I said that last week, too. Anyway, it's repetitive. I'm like Shakespeare of the podcast. Thou ist Shakespeare of the podcast. Anyway, I've said anyway now twice in one sentence. This week I have Kayla... Buffoni, uh, Buffoni, Buffoni, but she'll say it in there. She'll say it. I just don't worry about it. She is the director at Bel Air High School, Bel Air Cardinals High School. That is where my sister went to school, graduated in 1996. That is where my mother went to school, graduated in 1968. So my ties to Bel Air are deep, familial. Uh, but mine, personally, I have z I did not go to Bel Air. I did compete at Bel Air a couple years ago, and I found my mom's senior year panoramic picture in the office. That was kind of cool, and I found my mom in that picture. That was that was kind of fun and neat. Bel Air High School is going through a complete renovation. It's funny because when my sister was there, it had just I believe it had just finished a renovation, and I talk about that in this interview. Uh, but Kayla is a fun person to get to know. She's also working with Gail Silver, aka Gail Silver. Um, Gail is my was my former theater teacher in middle school at Welch Middle School. What what Welch Warriors? Although they're not the Warriors anymore because that is not politically correct. But I digress. Uh, but Gail Silver teaches with Kayla. And we talk about that, too. I think we talk about that on record. I, I don't remember now. I don't go back and listen to everything unless it's Stuart Savage. Uh, I've learned that lesson. 
Teacher Needs a Drink, by the way, is a great podcast. Speaking of drinking while potting, uh, so make sure you check that out. They do a much better job of marketing and pushing their product than I do. Uh, but that's okay. This is niche. This is what we'd call a niche podcast for you people. I hope everybody's having a great week. Hope everybody enjoys their President's Day off. Hope everybody gets their President's Day off. And we are now deep into one-act play contest season, seeing all those clinics. This week, speaking of Stuart Savage, this week I am I am clinicking with Stuart. Or no, he is clinicking for me. Uh, and that's going to be kind of fun at Sharpstown High School with Julio Morales. So two of my favorite people in the room at one time. I can't ask for a better clinic than that. I hope you enjoy this interview. I hope you enjoy this week's Groner Joke of the Week. Have a good one, everybody. This week's Groner Joke of the Week, it is President's Day themed and also a joke that is near and dear to my heart. Why did President Harry S. Truman drop the first atomic bomb? Because he thought it would be more humane than sending in Chuck Norris. Um, I am Caleb Buffoni. I teach at Beller High School. Um, I got into education because when I was a senior in college, so I went to school um, to do acting. Okay. And I went to a small liberal arts college in Southern California called Chapman University. Oh, yeah, in um, Orange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have quite a few friends that went there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like you've either never heard of it or oh, no. heard yeah. of it. Oh, no, yeah. Two of my closest friends in the whole world went there. So, awesome. Anyway, oh, my for gosh. film. Uh, yeah. But one is still doing it, one is not. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. totally. Which, any arts profession, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's totally normal. Yeah. Um, but my senior year, I ended up studying abroad in London and just kind of decided I didn't want to be an actor. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is, I wanted stability. <laughs> and it was, I saw like people graduating ahead of me, going to LA and going to New York. Yeah. And just, it just seemed really rough. And it, I just didn't want to do it. Didn't want that struggle. Um, didn't yeah. want, yeah, didn't want that to hustle yeah. in that way. Yeah. Um, and ultimately ended up getting an internship at the Pennsylvania Youth Theater and um, decided I really loved working with kids. And then I moved down south to New Orleans and started substitute teaching and was like, hey, I could be be a theater teacher. And then just luck ended up in Houston with um, my husband. And um, Texas has amazing educational theater. Are you from California? I am, so I grew up in Southern California um, and I lived there until I graduated college and then haven't haven't lived there again. What part of Southern California? It's called. So I grew up in a town called Fallbrook. It's North San Diego know. County. Okay. okay. Um, it's like rural San Diego County. <laughs> right. Um, and but my family now they relocated and after I went to college they live in Orange County now. So okay. They live in, like, San I wonder Carolina if we know similar people because because like, like we might. They uh, my friend Daniel who mm-hmm. went to Chapman he still lives and he met his wife and they live in Orange County and raise are raising a family in Orange and his wife has been there for, yeah. has never left Orange County. What well, year did they graduate? Uh, he, th- they would have graduated in 2004 from Chapman. Okay. okay. So. So pretty, 
I'm just, graduated I, in 2010. Yeah, I was like, I think, I think they were there for four years. Yeah. I, I'm the only, I'm one of the few that lasted seven in college and only got an undergrad for that particular time period. No uh, shame. No shame. Yeah, no shame. What are your thoughts on the weather? The weather? Oh <laughs> yeah. gosh. Um, I, I. I'm kind of a princess about the yeah. weather. I tell my family I just don't go outside six months <laughs> of the year. And I, I don't yeah. really go outside six months of the year. It's I'm pretty dramatic about it. I, it's actually my goal to like acclimate myself right. better this summer. And right. like So how long have I you been in it. Texas? Seven years. Oh eight okay. Years. okay. No, eight years. Okay. So this it's been a while. Year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so and is your husband a Texan? No, he actually grew up in New Orleans. Okay. So um, he's a he's a He's used to this oh, yeah. area, this climate. Oh yeah. yeah, he's super used to it, and and yeah, like I said, I'm I'm kind of a princess about it. What does so he do? He is actually a Spanish teacher at Bella oh, High really? School. Okay. Um, he is. Um, this sounds silly to say, but he is a viral dancing Spanish teacher. You okay. may have seen him. <laughs> oh, is he of one of those like like dances with the kids or that kind of thing or no? Yeah. So. Last spring, his um, Instagram, they started just posting random dance videos, yeah. and it's kind of blown up. But That's cool. Yeah, his name is Trevor Buffoni, and so he teaches. Do the kids think it's cool that, uh, like, the both of you teach at the same... Like, do kids have both of you, I'm assuming? They do. So it's a pretty big school. Yeah. Um, a lot of kids... It's a large 6A. Yeah, yeah, so it's like 30... little under 3,500, okay. I believe. Um and so we have a lot of the same like theater one kids yeah. um and then he teaches spanish one and spanish two so we do share a lot of kids um the first year a lot of kids were asking if we were cousins or brother and sister how we so i think some of them when they find out that we're married, married they're yeah. very surprised by that or <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing to them but yeah i think now they all pretty much know have you ever caught a kid talking negatively about your husband like in regards to just like, oh, God, it's Spanish class. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Not necessarily as a person, but like. So, uh, I, not in recent memory. It yeah. kind of, they, they're pretty good about. Yeah. I think sometimes they'll, he's told me stories. I, I don't, I guess I don't pay attention to it as much, but I think they've said stuff about like taking theater right. or maybe, right. maybe about me and he'll be like, wait, you, you know that's my wife, right? <laughs> like, you know. What, what do you miss about uh, professional world? Um, so my... It can be multiple things. Yeah. I miss... So I do occasionally direct... Okay. Um, outside of school. Outside of school. Yeah. Um, I really love educational theater and directing mm -hmm. educational theater. Um, so I don't do it. I honestly don't do it very often. But I've done a couple festivals and things. Um, and I think what I miss... So directing to me isn't that different, depending on the level, but like I miss the community of like being an actor at a show. Mm -hmm. um, or And so right out of college, I did some tech, some, okay. a lot of tech stuff. Um, and I miss just kind of like being on a team from yeah. that side of it. Yeah. I definitely miss that. So. Yeah, what is your, what would you say your strength is both in the directing side and the tech side? Um, definitely. I think if I had gone into professional theater, or professional film, or something like that, I would have tried to do like casting directing. Right. Um, okay. I think my strength That's is. That's so California of you. I know. <laughs> to even <laughs> so... think about it. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, that's, 
that's what I think my strength why, is. Why? Why? Like, so what's the, what is the appeal of that job? Because I feel like, mm-hmm. and I couldn't, because I, I don't know much about casting directing, because yeah. I've honestly never done it or even been a part of like the process. Yeah. What's appealing about casting a show and then not doing the show? Does that make sense? Like, or casting a movie or a film or a yeah. commercial, and then you have nothing to do with it other than than casting you just told the actors who can and can't be in it totally totally i think um i don't it's kind of like putting putting a puzzle together i guess sure. it's like um, but, you, but it's like putting a puzzle together that you don't get to see <laughs> or that like you it's more to me the way and again cut me off because this is <laughs> your interview but like to me it'd be like you get to pick the pieces yeah. for the puzzle and sometimes you pick yeah. the wrong piece so maybe that puzzle gets put together and it's got like, you're like, wait a second, this is supposed to look like a Ferrari, but we have this piece for, you know, a beautiful landscape. What is this? And, and it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this is totally where I'm going to get a little hippie analogy, about it. You did the puzzle analogy, but yeah. Yeah, this is where I'm going to get a little hippie about it is I, something that I tell my kids and I, I don't know how other adults will respond to this, Sure. but if, when the kids, what I always tell them, like, if they're feeling really insecure, or like, I don't think I can do it, is what I, <laughs> what I say, like I genuinely say this, is I don't make mistakes in casting. I've cast the right person for this right. project. And- So it's a strength of yours, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I don't, I honestly don't say that in like a arrogant or like an overconfident way, but what I mean, what I mean when I say it is like, like more of like a woo-woo kind yeah. of way, like, yeah. like the right people will line up for this project. Sure. And, You've so been put into this. You have the ability to decide who can be put in these parts so that the work becomes easier once that happens. So I believe so. I believe that's yeah, one of my strengths. Yeah, that's what and you, yeah. I think that's something that's it That makes, was the original question anyway. Yeah, 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 what yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think I think that is my strength. Is picking sure. a show that's right for the your group people. of kids and then putting the right people yeah. in the right roles. Yeah. Um, and I think your job becomes so much easier and more fun. Right when you've cracked that code right as a director what about as a technician like as do you technician? have like are there do you have a good strength as a technician as so you said you went Ooh. into tech was that out of convenience because that's similar to me i was a designer that yeah. couldn't find design work that ended up getting hired as a technician and just fell in love with it and yeah. became a technician so i kind of yeah i kind of fell into so the school i went to was small enough to where um we didn't have a massive tech program, um, but I got connected through a guy that my mom had worked with, with a community college okay. near where my family ended up relocating in Orange County, um, called Saddleback College. That um, one I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they used to do, they don't do it anymore, but they used to do a civic light opera every summer. Okay. And so I kind of just, as a summer job, fell cool. into tech and found this group of people that I really, really loved. And I think that was, like looking back, my career that was like definitely the most fun yeah um thing i've done i mean teaching theater is right 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 yeah aside from teaching theater, i I, you know we just came from lunch (laughs) i made that uh philip taylor said something about uh you know asked me about my accomplishments what what are my big and i said all these things and he goes so your kids your own like and i was like oh yeah yeah true (laughs) (laughs) so i get it like you know sometimes you just assume that everybody knows yeah. obviously this is a choice yeah. that I would say uh, what is um, so knowing Bel Air yeah because I 
I actually lit a couple shows there when I was not teaching for oh, Paul really? for Munson. Yeah. I did Metamorphosis and I forget what musical what? I did, but yeah. We still have the pool. Do you? Yeah. Everyone always asks like, what is this pool from? And I'm like, yeah. it's from Metamorphosis. Yeah. So I did that show and, that, and yeah. part of the inn at Bel Air for me at that time was Gail Silver, right? Yeah. So who, uh, I could go on for days about Gail Silver. Um, I love Gail Silver. She, yeah. But, but knowing how Bel Air works, yeah. I have questions about that. Sure. <laughs> do you do, do you currently do black box shows? We do currently do okay. black box shows. They had, um, my understanding is they had not been done. In a while. Um, in a while. Yeah. And then, um, out of convenience and like space. Yeah. You don't have to share. Spaces. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. having to share the space. Yeah. Uh, we started doing them. Yeah. That's exactly what, it, that's, when I first started teaching at Dulles, yeah. They said uh, they do a fall show every year. It's like, yeah. great, in in our auditorium. I was like, mm, we have a black box. Yeah. And because then band needs to use auditorium for the, right. the X, Y, and Z, and the, which is not a problem. Right. But uh, I said, instead of fighting you guys for schedule, let's yeah. just do fall. We, we'll have the fall away from the auditorium. You can have it. And then yeah. we take the auditorium in the spring for musical and one-act play. Yeah. That's worked out great. I, I could see that working at how that works at Bel Air because Bel Air do they do they have a band field? Do they have a place for the band? Currently, right? So, so they have do they probably work work in auditorium some a little bit? They do work in the auditorium, um, like during marching also, season. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm gonna be honest. So since construction started, yeah, we don't oh yeah, have, it's all getting that that parking lot side of things is getting. Yeah, yeah, so they're totally redoing. They got the bond, and they're yeah. totally redoing the new school. Um, and so I, I know band. There's a church across the street yeah. that I think allows like JROTC and yeah. like different groups to use their parking lot. So I think sometimes they use that. Um, I, I honestly, I can't speak to where they normally rehearse. I know they use the yeah. band room, and then like every club on campus, like yeah. there's a massive culture of like everyone's in a club. Yeah. Here's what's funny about your school, or my his, my knowledge of your yeah, school. Yeah, tell me. I'm obsessed so you with guys, because you guys are <clears throat> doing a big build and remodel, or is it just a new build? It is a, I believe it's both. There, okay. So the science, the science wing was built yeah. in the 90s, and I think they're yeah. updating So I remember it. when, because there was almost a shell built around the old yeah. school, right? And you can still almost, you can, you can go into that shell or yeah. the, you know, cause it's like hallways yeah. and then you, but you also see where the old school used to right. be. And it's so funny because, cause like I said, my mom went there and mm -hmm. the sick or graduated in the sixties. And so she remembers the, the inner part of the shell or the inner so part. So when she was there, was it just that main hall? Uh, yes. It okay. was, yeah, it was pretty much just that one hall. Wow. Uh, I mean, there were a couple like side, yeah. you know. But, uh, and then my sister went there, and while my sister was there was when they built the outer shell. Yeah, that's crazy. And so that was all brand new, and like, oh my yeah. God, this is so cool. And now, <laughs> again, 25 years later, yeah. uh, they're doing, you know, doing something more. Yeah, so, it's which insane. Is, yeah, it's crazy how time goes yeah. by. Why are you obsessed with Bel Air? You just said that. You kind of glossed I... over it. I love it. So I was at two different HISD schools. I was at a high school when I first started. Um, and it was a great school. I just decided I wanted to try. Um, I wanted to work closer. It was pretty far from where I live. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get somewhere closer as well as I wanted to try um, running a program on my own. Sure. Um, so I got a um, 
promotion of sorts and went to a middle school um, and thinking, you know, the workload would be slightly different. And um, I ended up getting pretty burnt out mm -hmm. um, because what you don't realize or what I didn't realize at the time um, was that teaching middle school, um, yes, they're younger, but like the challenges are completely different. So I was the tech director, I was the, I was the director, I was the choreographer, mm -hmm. I was kind of doing everything and trying to keep up this quality yeah. for my students. Um, and I got pretty burnt out and ended up, um, and I think, I think my <laughs> I think my school knows this. I think people know this, but um, I ended up I was kind of at the point where either I'm gonna go find another career or I'm gonna go back to a school where I have a team and where I'm right. working with other people. Um, so it was kind of I was at like a Bel Air or nothing point. Um, right. I applied for that job. I applied for a couple jobs, um, but you know I knew the reputation of Bel Air. I had competed against Paul and Gail right. and. Um, mostly Paul, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly Paul, and I knew, um, I just, I had met the kids, and I knew what yeah. a great place it was, and my mentor teacher at the high school I was at when I first started, um, he had actually been there for a couple years. Who was that? Uh, Anthony Wallen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, he always talked about Bel Air being like, just this amazing place, yeah. like the kids are great, the community's great. Kids are great. Um, and... So just like having, just being familiar with it, I was like, I think Bel Air is the place I need to be. Yeah. And if I don't get this job, then I'm going to go find something else. Yeah. Bel Air's biggest downfall it. for a long time was just their facility. Like, I mean, it, you know, the, because they're, they just, he, I mean, Paul took shows to state or at least mm -hmm. a, a show. And I know, um, and then, you know, they've had obviously success in baseball, winning a freaking national championship in 99 yeah. or whatever that was. Yeah. Which I knew the the kids that were on that team because I went to school with them. But anyway, <laughs> um, Jose Cruz Jr. Uh, Enrique Cruz. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's. I mean, Bel Air's a. I mean, you met my sister this morning. Yeah. She's she's in love with that school. The minute yeah. you said that, she just lit up. So, uh, so going back to what we were discussing off mic before yeah. about time, right? Right. So talking about the the sort of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to be smart. The, the, the there's this notion that if you are teaching middle school, you're going to have more time. Yeah. And maybe that's true on the weekends. Maybe you're not spending as many Saturdays up there. Yeah. But maybe. as far as yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, but as far as that Monday through Friday, it's yeah. just as much, if not more, uh, I, because that's what I found. because here's what I get from my wife, Blake. I get this all the time, Blake. Yeah. I don't have the kind of time during the day that you have. I, I'm not able to walk out of a classroom right. and leave my kids doing a project and trust that they'll do this project. Right. I have to be in there the entire time. Right. Um, so I can't go answer emails yeah. unless I'm alone. And my only alone time is my 30 minute lunch. Right. And, and you know, so all this stuff builds up right. that if you don't do it, you don't know it. Right. So, which I guess is true for life. But um, <laughs> so what is, so speak on that. Like, I mean, how demanding were you making it on yourself to sort of create such a quality program and yeah. the time constraints and lack of? So, yeah, I, okay, so I came from, it was my third year teaching when I started at the middle school. Um, and I, yeah, I just, we did three shows, um, three shows a year. So we did one of them was UIL and one of them was the musical. Um, and so the rehearsal schedule 
um, was less coming from the high school I came from. Like we would rehearse at that high school probably, you know, like the max you could within UIL rules mm -hmm. plus like Fridays and some right. Saturdays. Um, and then, yeah, middle school, it was exactly the same. Yeah. It was exactly the same. Yeah. Um, like, and I, I just remember several times, like, and then having to do, the biggest thing for me was like costumes, props, and set, and having to figure all that out on my own. Mm -hmm. um, and like, if any issues happened, finding the time to like get resolve a specialist yeah. and resolve yeah. it. Um, and the kids were, the kids were amazing. Like the kids in my advanced class, definitely like a lot of them stepped up. Um, I, I remember this one kid really just became like, took a lot of ownership over, you know, the light board and soundboard and could just like figure stuff out on his own. Um, and was something like he was really proud of. And, um, that was, so that was amazing. The kids really stepped up, but, um, at the end of the day, they're still middle school students. Right. So instead of like in a high school, I can hand a light or like show them a row of lights and say, mm -hmm. go hang these. Right. Um, and trust that they're going to use safe ladder sure. safety measures and all that. Like I have to hang the light myself. Right. Um, so stuff like that. I mean, I middle school teachers are amazing. Yeah. The work they different do. energy. Super different yeah. energy, and it's it's just incredible. So it just I found out through that process <laughs> that I was a high school teacher, right. and I needed yeah. to. I could I can't teach middle school because I curse. <laughs> So I found, I found that I was able to um, have middle school buffoning. Right. Yeah. And as soon as I step back into a high school, like yeah. high school buffoning comes. Yeah. Out, so. Yeah. I. I. So I. You know. I. I got in trouble this year because I, I cursed in my classroom, but I don't curse mm -hmm. at kids. Like. Yeah. I, you know. And most of us don't. I mean, that oh, would be yeah. crazy. But. Um, and and uh, I've had students say, "Why do you curse so much?" And I tell them, "Because I have little children at home." <laughs> And I can't at home. <laughs> so you're just you know, it out. yeah, yeah. Just like I, it out. I would never dare do this in front of my seven-year-old, but a seventeen-year-old <laughs> is fine. You understand? Uh, that's funny. Uh, what is something, or maybe I don't know how much experience you had in Louisiana because you said you were in New Orleans for a little bit. Yeah. But their public school system is notoriously poor, if you will, not good. And I don't mean poor financially. I mean just yeah. it's just not a good school system. Yeah. What is something that you were able to get knowledge-wise or experience-wise from Louisiana that you migrated over to Texas? Ooh, um, so I ended up, I ended up. And did you, did, what did you sub for? Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what, so I subbed for, I subbed at private schools. Okay. One oh, okay. was um, Sacred Heart, um, and another one was called, I'm trying to remember the name, Mickey. Um, you could you could literally say table lattice salad yeah. bowl like <laughs> that I might have the name yeah, wrong but yeah. it was an all girls school okay um, so that was something interesting that I learned like the the students were great I was teaching I mostly subbed for a science teacher which was interesting um, and so I think the biggest thing for me was learning that I didn't want to be like a, a science course teacher. subject yeah, that I wasn't yeah. well because I had always thought like I'll just go and be like a generalist and I'll yeah. do like you know like English or science yeah. and I it really taught me like no so much like, different pressure. Passion. Yeah. Yeah. you need to go teach theater yeah. um, and also I didn't want to work at an all-girls school necessarily right. that has its own unique yeah. challenges um, if you if you 
were forced to teach yeah. uh, a core subject, it would be English? Pro I feel like English, so I've... It translates the best? Discussed this a bit. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like, honestly, English is the only other thing I'd be qualified right. to teach. What um, about history? Because, like, I always feel like history is a good translation because yeah. I, I love teaching theater history personally. True, I do love so, theater history. So, you know, I feel like that it could... I could fool my way through that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe with... Yeah, for certain subjects. Not growing up in Texas, I'm very um, wary of it. Yeah. Because, like, there's things there's that I Texas know history. I don't know. Right, yeah, like, yeah, Texas... Yeah. Like, there'll be things oh that gosh. people tell me, and I'm like, I oh, I guess I didn't learn... Do, like, do they there's, like, different history. Do they teach California history? They do. Like, okay, okay. And it's all about, like... The, the gold missions rush? And the gold... <laughs> no, it literally is. It's, like, all about the gold rush and the missions and... So I have a few more questions because I know you want to oh, get to yeah, a session, but uh, some of them are fun, some of them aren't. Oh, have yeah, you? Have you? It. I'm assuming. I, I, did I just put an X in there? I'm assuming. Um, I'm assuming you have experienced an earthquake. Yes, I have. What's the worst earthquake experience? And, oh, is it? And is this a trauma reminder that, no, that my sister no, was talking not. about? It okay, is good. Not. <laughs> um, it's actually a joke with uh, my family because we'll be in conversation here. People like from the middle, mid east, or yeah, because now you've had a hurricane too. Just say Mid East. I mean Midwest. Midwest, but that's I mean okay. Midwest. Yeah, Mid East works as well. Midwest. Yeah. Midwest yeah. and the East. Um, yeah. No, I have had a hurricane, and I actually. You're just getting all of them. Yeah. No, I get really um, super paranoid and freaked out to the point where like it's annoying for my husband. Like yeah. I'll go to the grocery store and just like over. Oh, you're that just, person. I'm like yeah. I'm totally that person. Yeah. Um, but I'm not that way with earthquakes. Earthquakes, it's like. People will always say, like, I could never live in California yeah. because of those earthquakes. It's and a, it's, but it's, it's hilarious yeah. because it's, like, almost like a non... I mean, like, if you're in the epicenter, if yeah. you're in a place where, like, like it's, like, on the fault, right? right? Like, obviously, it's a very different experience. Um, I've only experienced them. We lived pretty far, like, 45 minutes to right. an hour away. Um, and it's just kind of, like, a weird, like, sensation. Yeah. And I remember... But, yeah, and, like, 150 yeah. years ago, maybe it was scary because you didn't have things built right. the way that they're built now that True. they don't so, fall so exactly. yeah so i mean in parts of in different parts of the world this may be a very different case right. but like in california like it's they have the building pretty codes safe yeah it's relatively uh whataburger or in and out in and out because it's it's huge right now that's a especially in houston because we have some now i know we just and i haven't been to the new in and out uh there it's literally the it's the amazing. one in sugarland i could walk to it from my school is it amazing so what do you think so so, you so, so i so i <laughs> honestly yeah. i'm one of the few texans that would tell you in and out that i prefer in and out better you are the only texan i've ever and here, met and here's why like i think whataburger burgers are some of the freshest yeah. burgers you could okay. ever eat but they're not the most tasty like you t okay. you can tell it's fresh you can tell like there's something about how it tastes i guess or I how had arguments the with people about yeah this. that it's that that whataburger's fresh i don't yeah. think in and out i'm not saying in and out isn't fresh but i don't think it it just doesn't have that taste yeah. if you like a delicious just sloppy american burger in and out is better yeah it's just there's something in an animal style fries like yeah if you got, I think In-N-Out fries and Whataburger fries separate yeah. without all the fluff, totally. I might choose Whataburger, Ooh. but In-N-Out fries, when they're animal style, yeah. they're, I know they're, they're a heart attack waiting to happen, but they're delicious. Yeah, you really can't beat that. Um, so, no, I'm definitely I'm, hardcore In-N-Out. I'm, 
I feel I feel like I have to cut this part out of the podcast because I I'm gonna get like hate tweets or emails yeah. and stuff from Texans that are yeah. like how dare you turn your back on us. Now yeah. if I now if I had to choose ultimately which the the best burger though fast yeah. food burger. I don't know if I'd choose any of those. What would you choose? See, so like, I, I crave. This is this is horrible. I'm embarrassed. When like I don't eat this very often, right? But I, well, first of all, Tornado Burger, which if you've never had Tornado Burger, there's only like two locations. There. Are, in Oklahoma. It's, no, no, no. It's well, there may be a Tornado Burger in Oklahoma, which makes sense because obviously, but. But uh, no, there's a like it's just called Tornado Burger. It's on I think Murphy Road. Yeah. It's in the southwest side of Houston. Yeah. That's the best burger in town, in my opinion. Okay. Other than that, fast food wise, I, a single patty cheeseburger from McDonald's. Really? There's something, and maybe it's a nostalgia thing for me. There's something about just how tiny and it's melty and like I don't know. I crave that burger. Not often, damn. not often, but like oh God, when can I, when I say I'm damn? yeah, can I don't care. Yeah. Sorry. When, when I'm pregnant, I love a single patty. <laughs> so what so, were you about to? You were leaning into the mic. What were you, were you about to say? Da- like damn, like closer. Like I was gonna <laughs> apologize to the to the like not there currently yeah, listeners yeah, yeah, yeah. for saying yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. sorry, I said damn. I interviewed a guy once that thought this was live, and I couldn't. I didn't have the heart to tell him. This is, I'm going to record, this is Was coming out. Was he waiting out. for someone to call in? No, no, no. <laughs> like, send Does anybody the have que- Anybody have questions? Anybody have questions? Just call in. Just 888-529. Yeah. That would that. be funny. That would be uh, funny. So, w- give me, uh, to wrap up, give me, um, I'll, I'll wrap up like a nerd, like a theater nerd would wrap yeah. up. A show that you really want to do, yeah. but could probably never get away with, either because Ooh. of your architectural restrictions or just because it's just not something that we should do in high school oh something or that, that an administration or, or not no that you should like an administration would be like hell no you're never doing uh, xyz like avenue q is not one that most Ooh. people are going to approve even yeah. the school edition uh, um oh gosh and this um, doesn't have to be an indictment on your administration it just well so so i'm having trouble because our administration is pretty honestly like very very supportive like yeah. we did yeah. she kills monsters like un we did a, a bridge version because it was harvey year sure um but we we didn't have to cut content um we did we just did you're in town um good for we you did Putnam, which is not like no not risque not, not risque yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> um gosh so i a show that i really want to do probably i I, like, I would want to do this show, but I don't necessarily know that I want to do this with high school kids, but probably Rocky Horror. Oh, okay. Um, I you, really love campy theater. Yeah. Like, I love Xanadu. <laughs> okay. and Have you ever been to the Pocket Sandwich Theater in Dallas? No. You need Pocket to, sandwich. if you're ever in Dallas, go to the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Yeah. If you love campy theater. I love and, campy theater. And you probably will never leave. <gasps> so, it's okay. one of those places Pocket that sandwich. they throw popcorn, like, yeah. you know, at the, at the villain. Yeah. They'd be like, no, and they throw, and they they give you popcorn, like they intend yes. for you to do this. It's a great it. space. I've talked about it on here before, but uh, my wife acted in a couple shows there. But uh, if you're ever in Dallas, go to the Pocket Sandwich Theater if you like that stuff. Yeah. If you need it quiet and yeah. no disturbing, uh, yeah. no disturbing at all, don't go to that theater. Pocket. Yeah. 
I love it. Pocket sandwich. Pocket sandwich. Anyway, well, thanks. Money.